On the first day of Christmas, they gave to me a refrigerator bonus. Oh gosh. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So... Turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right. You're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. Uh, this show is also on YouTube every Monday at namely90s.com slash YouTube. Finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash namely90s with a 90s and join one of our lovely tier levels if you want to support the show. Uh, anyway, Brandon, why don't you tell us why today's episode is special? Uh, well, um, I feel like you should have had a lot more energy because today is the first day of our 12 days of Christmas specials 2021. As you may have noticed yesterday, Kayla was on uh, to kind of kick off a pre kickoff for our 12 day special since mm. it was a Monday episode. Today is Tuesday. We don't normally do Tuesday episodes. What's this? Why is this happening uh, from now from the 21st all the way through the first of the new year? We're going to be doing an episode every single day. Just to fill that lull uh, for you podcast listeners during that that era, that season of podcasting where people kind of just like don't do it because they're with family and friends and there's holidays and snow and power outages, all those sorts of things. But everyone else is taking weeks off. Exactly. We're bringing That's, the content. We're here with more content, extra content, fun content where we're doing specials. We're having people guests, guests on people from other podcasts that um, some new friends, some old friends, some friends that we're making currently uh, just doing it. So um, listen in every day. And uh, it's, it's, I'm super excited for this first day because um, we get to, we get to have Bianca from please don't kick me out here to talk about dinosaurs the tv show from the 90s uh we're going to be talking about the refrigerator day episode but first um hi bianca how are you welcome uh mahalo for having me on i'm good i'm good you guys are what three hours ahead of me three hours behind you used to be in california now i'm in in hawaii but i actually had b on my show uh b20 on my show that's me uh and really we just kind of gabbed about all things nostalgia so it was just really a perfect segue i was stoked that you asked me i was like yes i don't (laughs) i don't know why i didn't ask you all the way back in july like it, it it Maybe it didn't dawn on me back then, but uh, in my head, I was like, we definitely need to have you on our show. Uh, like even the moment that you reached out over or you Beanie reached babies. out, I re- reached out. Yeah, <laughs> I was, it was like, Beanie 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 sorry, those are, those stocks are done. Like we yeah. already had a Beanie Baby expert. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you, you did. You did position yourself as a Beanie Baby aficionado. So I mean, I really I, did. I came prepared today. I just want to like just even just give a little. Yeah, really. I mean, when we get into Christmas, that's me that, showing off a Beanie Baby. <laughs> that's been, which, was that Dobby? The, the oh, Darwin, I or? don't even know. It's the it's the brown bear. Uh, it doesn't uh, matter. For your listeners who are not listening with video, yeah. uh, you don't Beanie even know babies. what that was. Uh, was they were Beanie essentially Beanie. the uh, cryptocurrency <laughs> of the 1990s. That's, Truly. that's basically what it was. You know, uh, that's a good point uh, for those of you that want to see us visually talk about the 90s because uh, this is a good episode to do it because Bianca brought uh, photos so and props and so, so many, many things, things. Uh, to show us. Uh, you could go to naming90s.com slash YouTube to get redirected to our YouTube page where you can watch this episode. Um, but yeah, uh, let's let's talk about. Please don't kick me out because you you had me on, like you said, and um, it's a very it's it really hits like home to to talk about imposter syndrome and 
Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I have been doing a podcast since March of 2020 uh, when I got laid off unceremoniously, like many people across the world and or mostly the United States and or California. And I was a marketing director for a branch of Fortune 500 company. I asked for my worth. They were like, ooh, there's a pandemic happening and bye. So I was a marketing director, taught my career, and my, my husband is in the Navy. He's been in for 16 years now and was getting ready to deploy. And you know, we, he and I talked about it and he was just like, well, what would make you happy? And I'm thinking like, well, I've always had this kind of feeling of like everything I accomplished, like nothing's enough. Like, you know, even, even being the top of my career at a very good position, I still would question myself and wonder when they'd come in my office and be like, today's the day. See ya. Even though I have 10 years of experience. And so what imposter syndrome is, it's, it's the feeling of not fitting in or being found out to be a fraud, uh, it's not tied into uh, the uh, diagnostic of psychology. But what it really is tied into is this feeling of self-esteem. So like a lot of unworthiness, a lot of feeling like you walk into a room, everyone's like talking about you or you get accepted onto a panel or for instance, I had it coming into tonight. I was like, Scott, my husband, I was like, Scott, like I must talk about dinosaurs. Like he loved dinosaurs. Well, so anyway, I've been doing it since March and it is called Please Don't Kick Me Out. It's available everywhere you get podcasts and we're in season two now. And one of the hugest, like biggest components that's kind of come from it is the idea because I was born in 1989. I grew up in the 90s, nostalgia and how much like the weird things we loved as kids and we still stick with us, like how much that brings us joy still to this day and how it makes us fit in. And what I found by interviewing people worldwide is that everyone feels this way. No one has figured out. The key to success is just being happy. And authenticity is when you think about it. So that's my podcast. Very cool. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, it's you said you said uh, you were talking to your husband that you didn't feel prepared for this. I feel like out of the three of us, you're the most prepared for this. I mean, uh, I pulled it up. Like I was like, watch it, watch it, watch it, and I was so excited, but I was like also so nervous. So I was like, what are they going to ask me? What if you guys had like a full quiz about like yeah, the boss's yeah. name? I wouldn't know. Uh, it's okay. I know I, nothing. If you've ever listened to the show, you know that I don't know anything about anything. I watched, I finished watching this 40 or about an hour ago. Um, so I did not, I, I did my prep really close. Um, it's just, it's the first so it's episode, fresh in your you know? Head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I, you said you watched it four times before, before we started. And then, um, you also mentioned that you, you were, packing your dinosaur dvds oh. oh yeah i'm so at the time of recording this i'm sorry but back it's not December. uh it is uh well in hawaii it is still hot as hell and it's it gets to a temporal pool of 75 yeah. and for people here they're like oh gosh what are you on? um similar <laughs> to california uh so i am next week it's i won't even say what it is i'm just flying mm-hmm. <laughs> to see friends and I'll be flying for two weeks on the mainland from Hawaii. I've been here since July. I own this DVD set and my husband's Xbox like died like just like over a year ago. And it's on Hulu. It's on Disney Plus. If you guys are wondering, you want to follow along. But I have owned this. My sister got it for me on my 18th birthday. So I go to college. I had a DVD player. Yep. My parents bought me a standalone DVD player and they gave me this. And actually my uh, original Mac to go to college, I could watch the dinosaurs. My sister got me the DVD set that came out that year, 2007. And I have had it, it's gone from every move I've ever done, every breakup. I'm like, nope, mine. So like, <laughs> and it's weird because like people don't remember the show. Like they don't. And I don't know why I remember the show because to be honest, it was not on that long. Like Four it was seasons. such yeah, yeah but like emotional it was, but, scarring, but like, you know, right, those like, sorts of things. Because I didn't have people growing up, so like we mm. had like mm. one Saturday morning and Friday night, and that was the like, TJ Fridays, and like that was it, mm. and PBS. So this was like something that we would watch as a family. And my dad traveled a lot when I was a kid, so this was a show that I remember. And it's weird, like how those shows encoded into your brain, and you remember them, but like it's this weird, like 
Did I imagine that, or did it actually happen? And dinosaurs is one of those. Oh, it's, it happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. There, it, 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 it happened. Reason. There couldn't have been. Uh, yeah, uh, there couldn't have been a live action dinosaur show back in the nineties. That's it's crazy. I um, mean, I had, yeah. I mean, it was. I really had a crush on both the brother and the sister. I didn't know why. That, uh, <laughs> I mean, it really, there was a lot of feelings there, and then the baby. I was like. Right. I, I can, uh, the the yeah the, i mean that's that's a good point the the i feel like watching this sh- even watching the show now like back when i was a kid they uh, every one of the characters kind of had like a human element to it that i like i would associate with like the dad wearing the red flannel for some reason i always thought of john goodman's character on roseanne yes like, same and then like the older brother was kind of like um uh i want to say the older brother from step by step yes 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 what, you mean what you mean a giant stereotype yeah yeah, that, yeah. That's with, true. The, with the sports coat and the floppy hair and um the sister yeah. like even the, the mother kind of reminded me of uh the the mom from i want to say fresh prince of bel-air yeah yeah, yeah and, I, I totally yeah, i'm with you on that and then the sister, uh, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't delve it out of my mind, but I, I know that th- that also has like an archetype archetype. I'm thinking family matters. I'm yeah. thinking. Th- okay. Yes. The, the um, what's We're her name? We're bad at this. Don't quote us. Yeah. But it's Things totally, it's totally <laughs> like, I mean, it's a Mark Jacobs production. Uh, I believe he was the one that did like, boy meets world and um didn't he do like all of the like family matters step by step uh full house yes um, and i'm so lucky because at the time of recording this i actually have been trying to get a certain particular person on my podcast for literally a year and it happened that's finally. Awesome. and he is on step by step he is the voice of Max Goop in a Disney movie, or sorry, a Goofy movie. What? A Disney movie? And, like, is the quintessential, like, voice your childhood person. Oh, yeah. And is in everything that they've ever done, like, been in all of it. Yeah, we looked, yeah, is, we looked up his uh, IMDb. It is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. That's Jason Marsden. And when this releases, this will already have happened on my podcast, and hopefully on yours. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll also, see if that pans out for us. Not not James Marston, who was in <laughs> yes, 27 he Dresses. Really and Brandon's mad at me because I've seen 27 Dresses, but not The Godfather, for example. Oh, I think he's really triggered by that. I have a story about Godfather, but let me just tell you a story about Jason Marston while we're oh, okay. here. <laughs> I thought you were so, going to 27 Dresses. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. <laughs> Catherine Heigl. Oh. What? So is that his I, bobblehead? No, this is... This is this is Joey Fatone. Okay. So at Pensacon, we just talked I, about that. <laughs> I literally 2001 bobbleheads. Oh yeah. No, we just talked uh, about Joey Fatone in his hot dog restaurant. Yeah. Oh, and his fat ones. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, we're sorry. My husband, when we were moving to San Diego, he was in Pensacola for like six weeks of schooling, and it was like be with my parents, blow my brains out, or go to Pensacola and be with my husband for like six weeks. And this was 2019. It's like okay, cool. That's I'm just gonna like fly choice. out there, yeah. right? Like boring, not boring. Nothing to do with the Panhandle, Florida, but there was Pensacon, and I saw Joey Fatone was going to be there, and I, this is the Insane Christmas album, I loved Insane, but really I just love Lance Bass, which, how did I know that I was the last person to find out I was queer? Here. Um, anyway, I saw that he was going to be there, and I was like, well, it's my one chance to meet one Insane member, right? So... I go and we're in the hall of like all of the people and there's like a line for Jason Marston. Like, like it's a line. And I just blow past that line to get to Joey Batone. <laughs> no one's in Joey's line, to be honest. It was like three people. Uh-huh. And I was wearing a dinosaur dress and I was like crying and I hugged Joey and Scott was in the photo and I was in the photo and I was like crying. I told Mars this story. And it's funny because like we had a tee hee hee chuckle about it because it's like I almost met you then, uh-huh. not knowing what I knew because I remember he was like doing the hook like kind of voice and stuff and whatever. But 
the point is, is that they reuse these characters multiple times. Like if you were in that genre, you were in it. So the fact that they made dinosaurs that like culminated it mm-hmm. is interesting. So that's a weird show of the nineties. I'm excited to delve into it. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we can delve into it or, uh, you know, you, Ask you, me anything. you, 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 tiptoed around it uh you Amen. mentioned um you're non-binary and i believe you just recently got to celebrate your first uh national coming out day do you want to talk about that or is, is this not the place well that? my husband chose to take my national coming out day to make a joke about being jewish so <laughs> okay. excellent he's on the I, other side. I was part <laughs> he's uh he's half um jewish and he but really for me uh i was like i've kind of mentioned like last to find out lots of things on myself like ADHD, depression, queer, like non-binary. Cause I was like, I just feel more comfortable when I dress up like Guy Fieri or I just feel more comfortable if I'm in Powerline cosplay. Prince really speaks yeah. to me. Why does Rosie O'Donnell make so much sense to my brain? Cause like, I had like the <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell doll. I, I wanted to be Rosie. Like you, I you was a- like all that. You have a gun case full of koosh balls. Um, oh yeah, for sure. you just talk like, about Tom, flavor. You just hear me? Like, talk about Flavor so Town all the time, right? And my husband and I, <laughs> we got married. Well, we've been married for four years as of yesterday. Um, but then when we celebrated, thank you. Uh, we got married by Elvis because <laughs> awesome. that was what my, that was my dream wedding. I was like, let's get married by Elvis. Hmm. First date, I like threw it all on the table. I'm like, this is me because I was I was so done with dating when I met him, and he was like looking to find this person and then mm-hmm. into the chat me which anyone who had ever met me before that was like you're all hot and I was like <laughs> I know and also I don't care so bye and so with him he was like I want to change nothing about this except for your last name which can seem kind of patriarchal but for me I had no qualms about it because whatever and we've been married four years and I told him my first date I was like I just my dream wedding is Elvis and he was like Okay. And then I was like, I don't want kids because I just never thought for that myself. It's like, wait, I didn't even know that was an option. And then <laughs> we've been together ever since, almost five years dating and four years married. And the Elvis thing, like when we, so we like chose to get married, like to celebrate with friends and family on the day that we first started dating, which is February 10th. So we chose a hotel and the only reason we chose the hotel we chose was one, there was an in and out and he's from California and two Guy Fieri has Guy Fieri's like bar restaurant thing there with trash can nachos. And I was like, that's hilarious. And we might as well go there. Fun fact, been cast onto a Guy Fieri show and I turned it down. Ooh, what? Like my friend to come to my wedding, brought a Guy Fieri sign frying pan. Like, I think he's a meme of a man. Yes. I think he's hilarious. I'm a huge Guy Fieri fan. I, I mean, him. I watched that season of Next Food Network Star. It was the first season. I don't know. I don't remember which season it was, but I watched that. I watch Triple D all the time. It's, oh yeah, no, same with us. And every, now that Bobby Flay is leaving the network, he's oh, he's like God. their their flagship guy. You know, so I um, have no qualms with him. He's a nice man, well, but I, I just turned it down because I was like, uh, this is the heaviest ever been. <laughs> Andrew and I and Andrew's wife Kayla we ate at Mesa once and it was just underwhelming uh, the Bobby Flay's restaurant yeah and Bobby Flay puts a red sauce and a green sauce and everything it's like Christmas uh, yeah Mesa Grill's gone though oh is it I didn't check when I was there um, but okay so we're derailed the the was it a Vegas hotel or was it just a random hotel it was hotel the link and, and, uh, and they used to okay. have like full vinyls of Guy Fieri like everywhere amazing and then when we were getting breakfast the day after we got quote unquote married, we're sitting there and we ordered this trash can nachos and like drinks because we're going to go drink up and down the strip because we have one more day. And the lady's like, oh my God, I can not believe it. Like he was in here last night with his son Hunter. And we're like, oh. And then she's like, I'm going to call him. And then like he never showed up. So that's, but it's fine, guy. One day I'll meet you. Probably laugh <laughs> in your face. But I also, you know, we've got like, I've got like a the, like the little votive candle and everything. And it used to be people, but that actually lends into what I'm doing now because I'm there's not a lot of ordained ministers on the island. Mm-hmm. And so I, because I think it's funny, would just dress like my husband's play, just dress up in Guy Fieri cosplay and send him like 
marry people? Like, oh. yeah, I'd be like, no, but like, I before before this would happen, I'd be like, oh yeah, like make sure no one's in your cess face, and then I'd be like, here you go. It's like the and, Church of Nachos or something. That's what you can. Well, I don't want to be sued, so it's like, oh, true, right? Yes. So I'm like, I can't say flavor weddings look tasty. I don't even know. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, um, there's not many ordained and not many that are like non-religious. I'm just like, I'll just make something up. So we'll see. That's that awesome. too funny. Um, I... Well, I have to, I have to, one thing before we get into this, yes. I have to compliment the name of your dog because I think, I mean, I'm assuming he's named after Anthony Bourdain or just a, a, a Bourdain. great, great person, great, uh, great creator, et cetera, RIP. Um, and I've never heard of a dog named that, and I've seen thousands and thousands of dogs. So I have to, I have to applaud your originality. Oh, thank you. Anthony Bourdain is someone my husband and I both care about a lot here. But uh, we have matching sweaters, but this is Bourdain. He is a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. He is one and a half years old and he's so mad. I lifted him out of his bed. He's like, what the F is happening? But he, um, you know, we, we originally thought we were going to get a corgi and name it that, but I was like, no, we're getting a Cavalier. I chose. Very cool. Nice job. He's in California. Yep. Uh, so you, you said you, you had James Marsden on, um, Jason, see, so, you're doing wow. the same thing as I wow. did. Dang it. Wow. He talked all <laughs> about 27 dresses. And That's now, all he's he not, about. now he's not coming on. Um, no, it's fine. uh, is your ultimate goal in please don't kick me out to have Guy Fieri on as a guest? Oh, I never even thought that I could have Guy Fieri on my show. Guy Fieri. I never thought in years. Um, if well, I imagine how much he must feel. I mean, he was just a guy and then he won a competition and now he's like the face of a network. I mean, could you imagine? I also feel like I would have won the show I got cast on to, which was Guy's Big Project. And then, because mm-hmm. like no, none of the shows that won got launched and I would have won because I got literally instantly casted because it was Pizza City. And I was like, here's my concept. I was like, day drunk. Here's my concept. I'm going to eat pizza everywhere and be like, tell me where your pizza's bad and good. And I'll just eat it. <laughs> and that was like gold for them. They're like, boop. Yeah, sure. And I turned it down because I got a job at a company. Um, and I was like, uh, your per diem is so tiny and this is the job. So That's... I don't regret it though, because uh, it's led me to where I am. So <laughs> now I get to talk to you too. And we're happy to have you. <laughs> and what a privilege that is, I'm <laughs> sure, for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so I, I meant to ask, like, so you you have like a a wide wide range of people on as guests, not just like mm-hmm. other podcast hosts. Uh, like you had you've had drag queens and um, what like what else have I seen? My brain's failing me because I'm also trying to renew my Zoom uh, thing so we can. I love talk that it was like breaking. Your billing is going away. Good night. <laughs> yeah. Are, are we still recording? <laughs> yeah. Head on okay. over to Patreon.com/slash Namely Nineties to pay to extend this session. Worst yeah. Thank case. you. I don't know if I like. <laughs> I completely forgot to do that. Uh, yeah. If but... you give me permission, I can do it on my too. No, I, I got it. Um, the meeting now has unlimited minutes. <laughs> Hey. unlimited uh, minutes what are we buying long distance in the 1990s oh my gosh right just use your just put your calling card information in we're saying yeah. words that people who are like that were born in 2000 have no idea what we're talking if, about if you'd like to place a call please hang up and child dial again uh but yeah you uh like i i remember i think there was a drag queen so like within a few episodes of me i'm like i feel like completely outclassed by the interesting people that you have on your show <laughs> um so i was having imposter syndrome about being on a, sh- a show about imposter syndrome. <laughs> that's fair um but everyone's interesting i think i mean it's like, like, just like my neurodivergent brain that's like not normal what is normal you know i, I think normal's boring so yeah. the, it it's I, I think that's why we click and that's why I'm happy to have you as a guest. Um, should we move on to talking about dinosaurs? Because we we touched yeah. on it a little bit. Um, Bianca, you, you you're a you're a small fan of the show. Uh, oh, a bit, huge uh, fan! 
Um, I don't do, know any of the names, but I, I know it, the show and I the, have the DVD. The Sinclairs oh, and Baby Sinclair. That's all I remember. Oh, when you, when you go like this. It's oh, my gosh. I'm just going to be really upfront. I don't like anything, and this is no <laughs> exception. <laughs> just it's true. He doesn't. He doesn't like things, uh, especially things that other people like. Um, so what I remember well, of this we're not show, in danger of that here. Don't worry. We, we we did talk about this on a previous episode, which if you're watching the uh, video version, you could find a link to in the upper right hand corner. Um, and that's my way of saying I have no idea which number it is because I forgot to do the research on our own show. Um, but uh, nice. I remember. So Dinosaurs is an American family sitcom television series that aired on ABC from April 1991 to October 1994. Uh, reruns were shown on the Disney Channel. Um, it's about a family of anthropomorphic dinosaurs called the Sinclairs. Um, as Bianca said, it was uh, done by Jim Henson's uh, puppetry team. Michael Jacobs was the producer. Oh, I remember he was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That, I'm pretty sure that, that was... That was him. Um, and with in association with Walt Disney Television and Buena Vista International Incorporated. Um, it's set in, in uh, 60 million BC, uh, 60 million and three BC in Pangaea. And it, uh, oh, I have names. Earl Sinclair is the father. Fran Sinclair is the mother. Uh, and then they have three children, Robbie, the son, daughter, Charlene and baby Sinclair. And then Fran's mother, Ethel, who is the elderly dinosaur um, in the <laughs> dyna- group dynamic. And yeah, it's just like any other 90s sitcom about a family and their day-to-day lives. Uh, except they were dinosaurs that were somehow humanoid dinosaurs back in the day. With refrigerators, which refri- is very relevant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, we watched the episode Refrigerator Day, which is their Chris their version of Christmas, because while they're they're able to to have human uh, human things like hot toddies, they didn't end up uh, adopting any of human theology um, for the show, like, which makes you sense. Know, I, I usually don't mind offending Christians because it's fine, um, but uh, they're the they're the. <laughs> It's punching up. It was a little, I mean, it was almost even a little offensive, even given that I was (laughs) like, wow, this is like the worst possible interpretation of this holiday, even worse than the, uh, the one from Xena from last year, the Xena Warrior Princess one. A Solstice Carol from last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was, it was bad. This, well, this was not good. I mean, if you if you really I, I guess what you're trying to say is if you really think about it, they're equating Christmas to uh, a reliance on eating out of a refrigerator and um, <laughs> not moving. But uh, who there, you, you could have many takes on it. Um, I w- let's just start from the beginning because um, that's how we, we roll on this. Well, I've got something. Already? Right off the bat, I and this is not going to sound like me because this is not something I normally say, but this show actually, I feel, would have been improved by a laugh track because then I would have known if I was supposed to laugh. Wow, you're, you're going you're going hard already. <laughs> I'm just saying, well, to be fair, like every show now has a laugh track. I mean, the Big Bang Theory is just like, you know, 22 minutes of laugh track. And I feel like. A little like light laugh track would have helped this show. I would rather watch dinosaurs over the Big Bang Theory, though. And I, I actually I, not think for I agree with reason, that. Not for nostalgia reasons. I, I think it was better quality. I think it's a better quality show. Uh, That's I, fair. Like I said, I, I enjoyed this as a kid. Um, I like watching the intro. I, I like I forgot about the intro where it's like you see uh, Earl kind of just stomping through the forest. and You're like, oh, it's a dinosaur. And then it turns into like, bum, 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 you know, kind of like the bulk and skull theme from the Power Rangers um, and, you know, a bunch of like shots of uh, the family sitcom style and the, the horn, the horns. I was like, it, it took me back. So I was ready for it. Um, then they, they start into the episode and it's. They're talking about refrigerator day and suddenly the, a mold pie comes out of the fridge. Oh, well, uh, yeah. 
And that, that was disgusting. <laughs> uh, so they, they kind of explain the whole concept of refrigerator day as their, their winter holiday. Um, the fridge is what evolved dinosaurs to their current state where they don't have to be hunter gatherer dinosaurs and, um, they, they can live in houses and, and, um, you know, celebrate a commercial holiday surrounding refrigerators. Um, which then it kind of devolved into, yes, it did. Uh, the Earl Earl was talking about his Christmas bonus. And then the, the kids are like, Oh, did you buy us presents already? And, um, it reminded me of Christmas vacation. Yeah, Just, I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, take it away if you'd like. Uh, I, I felt like it was like when he was like, "I put the down payment on the pool," and you're like, "Oh no!" Uh, yeah, you could just <laughs> see it. You could see it coming from a mile away. Um, then uh, his wife was like, "If or, or uh, the the religious aspect of the holiday is you should uh, fast for two days prior to refrigerator day because you have a big feast and you're fasting." Um, that's somehow the religious side and at work his uh co-worker slash best friend who i have no idea who that was um he seems to be the only he's like the teddy of bob's burgers like uh, he's the only like single man and it's like oh man i wish i could have that life right? <laughs> like oh you're eating the sandwich yeah <laughs> So is he like Teddy where he kind of covets uh, Earl's wife? Like uh, Teddy likes Linda a little bit? I mean, uh, possibly. I don't, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him go into the house, but I, who knows? It's my, possible my that he's it. stuck to that set in that position. Uh, I don't recall him mo- moving around much. I mean, just to, to be honest, like uh, some of her character traits are not the most appealing. Like the fact that every time she opens her mouth, it's like some kind of sanctimonious self-righteous speech. It was, it was the holiday (laughs) though. Like someone has to take that role in the episode. Uh, it's, it's, you know, she wanted, she wanted the family. She took, she had the stereotype of the character or the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not stereotype. Um, archetype uh of the the mom that's trying to get the kids and everyone to focus on the the spiritual meeting of the holiday the the more uh what what does refrigerator day mean to us it's not about the presence you know it's about family and togetherness Um, the only thing to me i have to say is when she did talk as well it kind of sounded like i mean it became obvious that she was in a soundproof booth, but also with sort of like low fidelity sound. So it became very like it became a little distracting to listen to them talk because it was like I can feel and tell that this is recorded in a studio. Uh, I don't know that that drives me nuts. So, I mean, we've come a long way. It's been 30 years. Yeah, um, true. I don't know how you feel about this, Bianca, but I also had to agree. Um, the 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 voices felt more Dis, disembodied than I, yeah, I would have yeah, expected. Disembodied, oh, sure. that's a it good like, word. So it was like going like, to Disney World in the nineties, like where it was, yes. it was like you would see things clap and you'd be like. I, I was gonna say watching like my neighbor Totoro <laughs> English dub, where it's like you'll talk, th- th- you'll see the mouth moving, and then something someone will say something after they stopped moving. <laughs> like it was a good effort, but it just just missed the mark so badly but uh, and then you look uh, just a few years later at um another jim henson or uh, henson creatures production which may be separated from the two but um farscape those the puppetry on that show is like fantastic Um, but i think there's probably a budget element as well that's fair plus they were they were trying to like that was i think a 20 those are 26 episode seasons like they had to push Oh, that amount of TV sitcom out like almost every other week, weekly. It's it's impressive to 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 look at what they did in that show and like how how they managed to put all that together week to week is mind boggling because it's all practical effects. There's no there's nothing digital. Uh, They had that was the other thing. 
they had like the Star Trek uh, like matte painting of the house, I think it was, or maybe it was his work or the department store, one or the other. And it was just like, okay, that's just a, a matte painting that's being zoomed in on. <laughs> but uh, I did. I it's it 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 feels so nineties to me, like that exact. Yeah, I think the real travesty is the fact that all this effort and all the stuff went into it and it's still awful. I mean, the storytelling was reasonable, but like the actual visuals of the show, like I feel bad that they tried so hard because it didn't come across that way. But that was mind blowing at the time. Like that was yeah. pre Jurassic Park, like a race Jurassic Park from your memory that like dinosaurs walking around. The baby was fully animated. It was like, Frank Oz doing Yoda. It's okay, the stuff of good. nightmares. I can't. I, it literally is the stuff of nightmares. Okay, and the I, eyes, they get like, ooh, like yeah, mine do. But, I mean, I saw like a made for TV special in the 90s that was like a doll that had to be microwaved and she lit on fire. She was oh, obsessed. Like, that's made of nightmares. Dinosaurs? No. I don't know. Some people, I think people can be, can be fearful of animatronics. Like, you can I'm be afraid, afraid of them. anything. It's, it's Have creepy. You, I'm trying to get you to play Five Nights at Freddy's without you knowing what it is. Um, do you do you know what it is, Bianca? No. Uh, it was an indie game that came out like five years ago. About uh, it's essentially like a haunted Chuck E. Cheese, where the oh, well, I won't play that because I'm from Colorado and one of the people on Death Row shot him at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, dear. Thanks. Well, so the, the animatronics come alive at night and try to kill the security guard that you play as. Uh, There's a Nicolas Cage movie that's very recent, and it's the same concept. Interesting. What's this? What, babe, sorry, I have to... I have to five well, five Nights. Oh. What, what was the movie? Got? Which one? The Nicolas Cage Chuck E. Cheese one. Oh. Well, he's Googling now. It's my husband on the other side. <laughs> uh, we watched it. At least I fell asleep halfway through, which is pretty much part of the course of me watching any movie ever. And uh, it basically, you could like pay off a car part as Nicholas, like Nicholas Cage, you pay off car parts and it would steal children. Oh. It's a whole thing. So uh, that's not heard similar. Of this one. Yeah, no, it's new. Because Nicholas Cage is like, I don't do whatever I want. Willy's well, they, Wonderland. they are actually making Willy's Wonderland. Oh, oh, I, hmm. I, I recall seeing stuff in on a website I read about that, but I never put two and two together of what that actually was. Um, but don't feel too bad about falling asleep in the movie because I fell asleep in Avatar in the theater. Just saying <laughs> that did happen. I also fell asleep during the new Marvel movie. Shang-Chi? And the uh, well, they're doing just too much Kung Fu. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, we're done. <laughs> I mean, but that's me in every movie for that's fine. To be fair, the, the final fight is just a bunch of CGI, like every other Marvel movie. You didn't miss much, but I thought the beginning was pretty good with the the bus scene and the oh yeah, the bus was legit. Uh, the one thing I do want to say positive about this show, or at least this episode, is they seem to have a really like they have some really sharp jokes on that's. Um, or sort of satirical toward big mm. business. And I think that was very like, I, I did think those jokes were pretty smart and pretty funny that, I, well, I, I don't know if you want to touch on that B. Um, I um, feel, yep. No, uh, I feel like it, the dinosaurs is uh, continuing the lineage of like the Flintstones and the Jetsons. Like that's the other element, the work element. Okay. Like they have the, the the angry boss that's a triceratops and uh you know um the the boss is kind of a dick um yeah but uh, well I mean not only that it was like the half a day late on payments thing uh, like oh, yeah. well when you're half a day late we gotta do this but if you were on time well then we wouldn't it was like that was good and then when they make them sign I'm sorry I'm jumping to the end but they make them sign the release. Uh, yeah, I'm giving them the idea of a return policy. They like casually slide under the radar, like, oh, just there. Here's some nice stuff to sign this and sign away all your rights. <laughs> it That's was just, I, I did think that was pretty good. Yeah. So to continue on the storyline, uh, the there's a daydream sequence where the boss gives uh, Earl uh, like a giant bonus check or something, and then he wakes we up. Say and, so. 
Yeah. And uh, oh, that's the corporation, right? We say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then uh, that's where the hot toddy thing came from. I was like, why do they have a hot toddy in that? Anyway, uh, then it then it cuts to him in real life, and the boss is like, you know, classic Christmas vacation. Sorry, I'm not giving you a bonus because you're expecting a bonus. So, ah, I'm an evil boss stereotype. Yeah. To be fair, I've never gotten a bonus ever Same. in the 12 years I've worked. <laughs> and uh, so I think it's really like fitting. <laughs> I, th- I think that was a very like back in the 80s corporate. Uh, Wait a second. This uh, show is from 1992, right? This episode? Yeah. Yes. 1992 is the same year that Dave Ramsey started on the radio. So maybe, maybe this episode inspired him to create his, uh, his financial coaching program. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this could be it. He's on refrigerator day. He's like, I've got to do something about this. He also, he also was like, I need to, to sign or I need them to sign a non or a binding contract that exactly. lets me create my own podcast. Uh, um, yes. Yeah. But uh, again, I have to say they, so um, the, the family decides to return their presence because their fridge gets repossessed. And how can you have a refrigerator day without your, refrigerator tree. which is i guess like the tr- christmas, tree. christmas tree yeah um so they they return it and they go to the store and they're like you want to return the presents and for free or for lesser lesser value and yeah so um you, i i i have to say the line and do you want to be a store and then uh, the daughter's like i want to be a store <laughs> that got me um Really, I I thought though it was very on brand for her character. She's the stereotype, materialistic of, sort of. Yes, yeah. And then, um, so they with the money that they managed to get from from the department store, they get like a styrofoam cooler. <laughs> I did actually find that funny. <laughs> and the da- the dad comes home and he's like, oh, I'm going to go hang my, I'm going to go to the garage to hang myself, which weird uh, joke for the nineties. Yeah. It, uh, no, I feel like, I like no, the I, dark humor. Listen, I feel like fat shaming, which yep. was in this mm-hmm. episode and suicide jokes are nineties things. That's true. They did, well, they mentioned that he was fat. I don't know if it was shaming him, okay. but um, and that re- addressed a really important question for me, which is, is he fat or is it just the type of dinosaur he is? And then later dinosaur. they called him fat. So I was like, okay, good. Well, I think like the elderly it's woman little, little dinosaur column, called him fat. A little column A, a little column B. Yeah. But no, I, I, I feel like a suicide joke is a 90s thing, but maybe I'm off base. No. I, also, they made jokes about like queerness, right? Like, so like, it was like oh, well, yeah, like in the friends and other. Oh, episodes yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, that was, yeah. So yeah. Not, not, in the, not in this, not in the episode. Yeah. I was, I was surprised that there wasn't yeah. a, a um, homophobic joke. In yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, two men, like trying to like get the presents back. Maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. I was uh, very surprised. Yeah. Cause that, that is a 90s staple for some reason. Um, I, even I think into the early 2000s. Oh, but the next episode, just so you know, that's listed is about sexual harassment. I'm sure that one is just littered with politically incorrect and offensive things. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. No, I'm being serious. I'm sure it was awful. No, I meant the the subject of the show. <laughs> oh, um, and then uh, as uh, junior. So the dad wanted uh, the baby to hit him with the the pot, the frying pan. I could totally forgot that was a thing that the baby did until that that moment. And then to rob me of it, it was uh, of the one episode that I'm watching. It, it hurt me deep down. <laughs> hey, I forgot. Violence was also a big thing in the nineties. Uh, oh yeah, everything. So, uh, especially a baby beating up uh, a father figure. Um. And then I have the quote, build a box that is cool. Oh, they, so they do the traditional refrigerator day play at the end to kind of, um, lift the spirits, uh, I guess was their plan or it was just tradition. It was tradition. I think. Yeah. Um, and gods, they're there. I don't know if they specifically said God, but they're a voice from the heavens said, build a box that is cold inside to the dinosaurs, the early dinosaurs. And, um, 
So I was just like, according to their their religious beliefs, a superior being spoke to them to make a refrigerator. Like that's was was that some sort of uh, common social commentary? I just thought that was no. It's directly from the Old Testament. That, Did you know that? Uh, it's the eleventh commandment. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I was just like, okay. Um, and then as they're constructing a refrigerator, if you're, if you're building a refrigerator with an electrical cable, how do you recent, how do you discover what it is after wanting to throw it into a lake? That was, that was the, the joke. They're like, we're going to throw it into the lake to make it cold. And then the daughter's like, no, there's an electrical cable. I like how the thing that it makes them more evolved is the refrigerator, not the invention of electricity. I just say. But and then they they finish it with "Oh, come all you dinosaurs," which I thought the lyrics were kind of clever. Yeah, uh, it it was it was a fun. And, uh, and then Baby Sinclair had "God bless us everyone," which <laughs> it's just so many weirds. So so many references. That didn't make sense. I mean, they were wearing, <laughs> were they not wearing pilgrim outfits during they the were. They were. They were. So it was like, it was a Thanksgiving feel, or was it Christmas? Who knows? I feel like with these holiday they're specials, terrible. they're not always well thought out. They're just like, let's just add this element and that element and we'll just kind of make it work, you know? I, I honestly thought when they were returning the fridge that it was another dream sequence, like earlier, <laughs> uh, with, with a, like a fake out dream sequence. I think you can only do one fake out dream sequence in an episode, otherwise it becomes a bit obnoxious. Mm, that's that's fair. Um, so yeah, and then the retailer somehow gets the bonus check to Earl, which I, I realize he he works for the refrigerator company, right? Is that yeah? Is that, yeah he does. Are they all owned by the same? Yeah. Conglomeration. Uh, yes, yeah. Okay. Um, but the thing is, for something to be repossessed, it, wouldn't it, it mean that it was secured debt? And I feel like <laughs> nowadays, if you default on a credit card, they just they just send you to collections. They don't actually come and take the items that you bought on the credit card, which is like a common TV misconception. Uh, they always show them coming to the house and taking their crap away. Isn't there literally... Wait, isn't repo man? Yeah, I was about to say... Isn't there literally literally took, away, took away Michael Jackson's car. Like, I... Well, things that are secured debts that have titles to them and whatnot, but unsecured debt specifically is debt that you don't have any asset tied to. So I feel like on TV, when they go empty the house out, that that's a little bit unless you like rent the furniture from the rent a center or something. I feel feel like the the fridge was the uh, is the equivalent of having a car in in, could be that, you know, a 30 month lease on, on your, your brand new top of the line refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So any, any, any thoughts on refrigerator day, anything I missed, anything you want to add? Bianca? Liked Did- it, but I also felt weird about it. Cause I was like, Oh, I remember this episode as a kid. And what? I didn't know it was a holiday episode. <laughs> Until I like looked at the name and then watched it, I was like, "Huh." Yeah, like uh, I don't think it hit me until the play when uh, Junior or uh, Robbie was like, I don't know. He had some part where he, oh, I think he was trying to throw the fridge into the into the lake to make it cold, and I was like, "Oh, I do remember this episode because I, I went through the entire episode thinking I." Might not have seen this when I was younger, but I definitely have seen it at this point um, twice now, at least. Um, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't suggest it as a holiday episode. <laughs> no. Yeah, no it, uh, it's not even, I wouldn't even suggest it as a Thanksgiving episode. They kind of phoned it in. I'm, you know, they're, I like, mean, they're like, well, can we eat the fridge? Fridge, fridge, fridge. Did you hear that? Fridge, fridge, fridge. Uh, fridge. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it made sense. But it was like, let's just take like a little bit from here and then here and then here, here and here. Make it, 90s consumerism feel like shit. It, it ends on like the the classic Merry Christmas from whatever TV show card. Yeah. Too. Merry Christmas. Except it's happy. Day. Yeah, Happy Refrigerator Day. I believe it said. Um, like yeah. finishing Disney, like that's like finishing. It's a small world where it's like 
hope you had a great time. <laughs> Wishes from Disneyland. You're like, Th- yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm aware I'm in Disneyland. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll send, I'll send yeah. a card from the World's Fair. Yeah. I, I did not actually travel around the world in your five minute boat ride. Um, oh, five? Question level 20. <laughs> is, it, is it more? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I need to go back to Disneyland. Um, so is that that might that might be it for this holiday yeah. edition of Daily Nineties? Then this, yeah, I would just say I want to finalize by saying this. Watching this cements all of my previous feelings about the show. Uh, I would say <laughs> never again. Watch a different episode of Dinosaurs oh, yeah. if you if you are interested this in watching. Excuse me, I was like mm. the 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 ones that center around Robbie and his sister usually are better. Um, but I, guess I wish I was it was the storyline that was the problem. I really <laughs> wish that it was. Well, you, you were terrified we as a child. Um, remember, we'll be having a new episode drop every day from now until New Year's Day. Uh, thank you to Bianca Woolwick. Uh, yes, please don't you. kick me out podcast for coming on. Why don't you let us. Oh, sorry. Why don't you let our listeners know where to find you? Yeah, you can find me on social media or you can find me at please don't kick me out dot com. Uh, you can reach out to me there on Instagram, please at please don't kick me out, or on Facebook, PDKML Podcast, everywhere you get pods, every Monday at 9 a.m. Hawaii, which is who cares? Whatever. <laughs> type so, it into Google. Type it into yeah. Google. But thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. And Absolutely. yeah, dinosaurs. Interesting. Absolutely. And remember, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at NameWe90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at Beachwitty and at NameWeAndrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at Namey, or sorry, Patreon.com slash NameWe90s, also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, NameWe90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Refrigerator Day, Deezer, TuneIn, <laughs> iHeart, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon. That's Andrew. Thank you one final time to Bianca from Please Mahalo. Don't Kick Me Out. <laughs> Mahalo. Uh, Aloha. Mele Kalikimaka. Is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. Uh, and we'll catch you tomorrow for more holiday specials. Peace out, my friends.